Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches. And honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. Welcome back, everyone, to Call Waiting. It's me, Robin Shaw. Hope everyone's doing well. Oh, wait, I should have started with bonjour, everyone. I just came back from Paris, and it was amazing. I should say bonjour is probably one of the four words I know, but it was such a good trip. It was so amazing. What happens is, in the beginning of the year, me and the kids, the kids are like my followers on Instagram and TikTok, and you guys, if you didn't know that was your name, we come up with a list of goals that we, or things we want to manifest, things we want to do. We come up with a bunch of things together. You guys mostly pick it. I put up a box, you guys give suggestions, and then I pick about 10 or 15. And one of you said Paris, right? So I put it on the door, uh, the list, and about maybe like two Two months ago, I bought a lottery ticket and I told, you know, my followers on Instagram, oh, I will split the, you know, hundred million dollars with all of you if I win. And then it was um, getting closer. And then there was so many of you who wrote being like, I want in on this. I want in on this. And I was like, oh my God, I'm gonna disappoint so many people if we don't win. That I was like, you know what, guys, if we don't win tonight, we will book our trip to Paris. So either way, it's a win-win night. So we didn't win the lottery, but we booked a trip to Paris. Then I asked my friend Belinda uh, if she wanted to come with me because we last year went to Iceland together. One year ago today, actually, December 15th, 14th, sorry, it's the 14th. Anyway, I, um, she was like, I can't because I'm going to Paris like three weeks earlier with my husband. And I was like, oh, great husband. And then <laughs> I like her husband, but it's like, okay, you had to go to Paris with your husband over your best friend, you know? But anyway, so she wouldn't go. And then my mom calls me and she's like, I've never been to Europe. Can I come with you? And I was like, okay, yes, absolutely. You come with me. So we go to Paris. Oh, but like a week before, no, 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 about like two or three weeks before I had messaged, you know, I, met, I said on my Instagram stories, what do you guys want to do in Paris? And so many of you were like, let's go on a date in Paris. And I was like, yes. So I changed my hinge profile to my location saying I lived in Paris. And under the first prompt where it said, tell me something interesting about yourself. I said, I'm going to be in Paris from December 1st through the 5th. And on the top of my list, something to do that I want to do is go on a romantic date. 
Well, I had so many guys message me. I don't know if men just love the idea of no commitment or if they love the idea of someone visiting. I don't know what it was, but I've never had so many guys be like, I'll take you out. I'll take you out. Like, yeah, I'll, you know. So anyway, that night I changed it, which was two weeks prior to leaving. I started talking to this guy. I call him my Paris boyfriend. And um, he, I just, he was great. Like, he was like, what are you looking for when you come? And I was like, I'm looking for romance. He's like, I will give you romance. And then starting that night up for the two weeks, he he understood the assignment. I had no time for what's your favorite color, how many siblings you have. Because I wanted a romantic night in Paris. I couldn't do a first date. We had to skip that step. So starting as soon as I said I wanted romance, we went straight from strangers to boyfriend and girlfriend. Right? And like, so every morning he'd go, he'd message me. He's there six hours ahead. So when I'd wake up, I'd see a text going, good morning, my princess. I dreamt of you. And I'd be like, good morning, my prince. I dreamt of you, you know? And then every night we would text for like hours about how much we mean to each other. <laughs> so I'm saying this out loud. It sounds so ridiculous, but we just like skipped all the steps. Cause he understood we have one night in Paris. Let's make this the most romantic, amazing night. So, and then starting four nights before I left, we moved the text to the phone and we talked for like over an hour every night leading up to four nights up until the, the trip. And he had said, what do you want to do? Like on your romantic night, do you want to go to dinner? Do you want to go to a museum? Like, so let me know and I'll plan it. And I was like, I don't, I don't care. Do you want to just like grab pastries? <laughs> like, I don't know. Right. So he's like, okay, okay. We'll play pastries, pastries. I got it. Right. So also like, again, our texts and our phone calls were so sexy and romantic. Like, I, yes, it was like, good morning, my darling. But it was also like, I cannot wait, my darling, till our lips are touching or I, you know, all this like over the top romantic, like I will kiss you for hours, my darling, all this stuff. Right. Then uh, I fly to Paris. I, we get, I land on Friday and then our date was supposed to be Saturday at six o'clock. Well, it was supposed to be at six, but I didn't realize how bad traffic was <laughs> in Paris. So uh, when I got into the Uber, which was supposed to be 15 minutes away from the place we were meeting, I realized there's going to be 15 minutes of traffic. So I texted him, I'm going to be 15 minutes late. He said, no problem, my darling. I can't wait till our lips are together. <laughs> Whatever bullshit he was saying. And I was like, okay, great. Also, time out. I was so attracted to this man. He was tall, handsome, he had a great smile, very sexy, like a very sexy man, very attractive. Also, I had a crush on him. Like the conversation was so magical and not real that I fell for this. You know what I mean? Like I was a hundred percent in. So anyway, I get there 15 minutes late, but he's standing outside. And as soon as I get out of the Uber and he sees me, he like lights up and then I approach him and guys, it was the most romantic moment of my life. So he, I hug him and then I pull back and he has one hand on my back and the other hand like on the back of my head. And he almost like dips me and kisses me. Like we don't have it. We haven't said anything yet. He just kisses me. And it was the best kiss of my life. It wasn't like a too much tongue. It wasn't gross. It wasn't like I'm kissing a stranger. It was like passionate and soft and romantic in Paris and the placement of his hands. And then when I pulled back and it was just like, I can't explain it. I'm like giddy talking about it. It was the best kiss ever. So then 
we go into this pastry place, which is now it's like 6.30 after me coming 15 minutes late and the, and the kiss. And the place, which was supposed to be open to 8, is said they were closing early that night, which actually worked out perfect because then he's like, oh, let's just go across the street. There's like a restaurant bar. And I was like, perfect. And that was so perfect because that place was like much more like dim lighting versus like the cafe pastry place was like light and it just wasn't right for the outfit. Oh yeah, I was wearing leather pants, <laughs> the sexiest top you've ever seen. Oh, if you go to my Instagram and scroll down to when I did watch What Happens Live, it was like that top, that black tank top and then I wore like this little black thing over it. It was very sexy. Okay, so anyway, we sit in like a corner like table, but we sit on the same side and the whole time we're there, we're drinking wine, we're kissing, my darling. <laughs> Like all this, like, and, I, and he was talking half in English and half in French. And I don't know what he was saying in French, but oh my God, it was so hot. And it was just the most like sexy environment because I usually I would not, I'm not a big, you know, public display of affection type girl, but in Paris, it seemed like every other table were people kissing. It was not that weird. Plus I was like in my moment of fairy tale romance, you know? And he was such a good kisser. I have to keep saying that. Best kisser I've ever kissed. All right. So we're like kissing. Da, 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 da. Okay. So then, oh, he did go, what do you do? And I was like, oh, I'm a comedian. And he's like, what do you mean you're a comedian? I was like, oh, I tell jokes. Like I travel. And he's like, that's a job? And I was like, yeah. And he goes, are you famous? And I was like, I don't know. If I, I'm not famous. I get, you know, I sometimes get recognized. And he's like, how, how often do you get recognized? I said, well, in New York, maybe once or twice a day. He's like, oh, you're famous. And I was like, no, no, no. And then he was like, well, how many followers do you have on TikTok? I was like, I don't know, like 750,000. And he kept going, oh, you're famous for looking like, at this French accent. It was just so cute. And I was like, I'm not famous, but like, this is really cute. Okay, so anyway, then he was like, are you hungry? And I was like, yeah, actually. And he was like, good, because I made a dinner reservation for nine. Now, he hadn't told me he made a dinner reservation. I think he was feeling it out to see if he would tell me he had a dinner reservation. But obviously, it was going so well. So then I was like, okay. So we walked to the place he had made dinner reservation. And it was fine. Like, the food was good, but the lights were up and we're eating. So it was less romantic. So I'm like, all right, whatever. So we get, we finish eating. And then he goes, uh, my darling, <laughs> he goes, um, I know you said you wanted a romantic evening and you said maybe something about uh, the Eiffel Tower. I have an amazing spot I want to take you to. But do you feel comfortable coming in my car? And like usually I would never get in a car with the guy I just met. But he, I didn't I wasn't scared. I, I, don't, I wasn't getting scary vibes. So I was like, yeah, we, I could go in your car. So anyway, we get in his car and he drives to the Eiffel Tower and it's about 20 feet in front of it, dead center. It was like some spot he knows, you know, and he's playing like this romantic music and we're watching, we get there around like 1050 and we stay till a little after midnight and we're just listening to music and he's saying these just the most like crazy stuff to me and we're kissing and we're watching the sparkles of the tower and it was, there. you were right in front of the tower. It's like huge, right in front. It was just so beautiful and the music and the kissing and the hymn and it was just the most romantic night of my life. So at 12, the, you know, the tower stops being lit up. And then he was like, is there anything else you want to do, my darling? And I was like, no, I probably should get back, you know? So he's like, okay. And so we drove around for a little bit talking. And then he took me to my hotel and we sat in front for a little bit and kissed and talked and my darling, my darling, <laughs> my princess, my prince. And, um, yeah. And then that was it. And it was the most romantic night 
of my life. And uh, I have Belinda here, um, filling in for security. Hi. <laughs> and uh, as soon as I got to the hotel, you know, she was, her security, a lot of my friends were very like, you know, text me during the date, text me after the date, you know, just to make sure I was safe. And so I texted her when I was back and then she said, can we FaceTime? I want to hear every detail. So we actually FaceTimed right after. We did. You called me right when you got yeah. to your hotel room. So you like saw the immediate glow. You were radiant <laughs> and like the biggest smile. It was, oh my gosh, yeah. just like you recounting it. I mean, you recounting it right now is great, but yeah. in the moment you were like so ecstatic. I had never experienced the night. Like, and, and I've had some amazing ex, you know, I have amazing boyfriends who've treated me really, really yes, there well. there was definitely a high bar. Yeah, the bar was high, but like the romantic factor of like being in Paris and like some guy just planning every second and, and also understanding the assignment of calling me those names and right. saying these things like he understood right he totally nailed it totally na that, that <laughs> night <laughs> foreshadowing dun, 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 dun. okay anyway I, ha I have belinda here today because i wanted to talk about Paris boyfriend and I can't have my brother in my in my presence when I'm talking about a guy, you know. It just would have been awkward <laughs> to be like, yeah, I was like, I, you know, I can't be like his tongue was down my throat. <laughs> Security. <laughs> <You know? laughs> he would have just left. That would have been his his line where he quit. I'm telling you how amazing this guy is and you're probably like, "Wait, are you going to see him again?" Like, are you is Paris boyfriend your actual boyfriend? Unfortunately, no. Mm. And before <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 da. Uh. <laughs> Before I tell you the second part, um, I have made an executive decision that when I tell you the second part, I have decided to make it two different men because I don't want to spoil my not that that memory like yeah, I wanted to stay you had one great romantic night that's what you asked for I asked for one you said one night in Paris yeah and that's I exactly didn't ask for anything more he was like that's <laughs> as much as you're getting listen we love a man who can deliver <laughs> right no more no less um so I'm gonna tell you the second part because people have asked on on Instagram like why I don't talk to him anymore so I will tell you exactly what the story that happened but I just want you to know that after after I tell you the story, we are all collectively going to choose to agree that the guy from night two is not the same guy from night one. A thousand percent. Everyone say you agree. We agree. <laughs> <laughs> so that he showed up with an ax. <laughs> so that his wife and kids showed up the next day. Now I'm going to... So then, you know, he kept saying, like, I need to see you again. This can't be it. I can't. I need to see you again. And so I said, well, this was Saturday night. I said, well, Sunday, I have so much planned with my mom and we have tickets for Moulin Rouge at night. I can't. I said, and then I have Monday, but then I leave Tuesday at 5 a.m. as my flight. And I said, I could see you Monday. And he said, I have work. And then I, I, he takes a night class Monday nights that he can't miss. And he said, but the night class is from, it was like from 7.45 to like 9.45, right? So he's like, would you want to meet at 10? No, no. And he's like, and then from where he lives to my hotel in Paris is like 45 minutes. So he's like, if I get out and I get, you know, 
it would take about, I wouldn't get to you till close to like 11, maybe after, would you want to come to, to me? And I said, absolutely. Like, I don't mind at all. Especially at this point, I'd been in his car. Like, I'm not, you know, like now I kind of know, you know, this was at the end of the night. And so um, he's like, okay, if, like, would you want to come, you know, to my apartment? Like, we could have dessert and we could, you know, cuddle and da 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 Cuddle. <laughs> Play chess. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So anyway, so I was like, uh, yeah, I would, I would love to come to you. So he goes, great. Why don't you come to me at 10 o'clock? So this way I know I'm home. You know, I said, okay, perfect. So Sunday, you know, he's messaging me. Like, I, I can't wait to see you, my darling. I can't stop thinking about you. I'm saying the same thing. Then Monday, he goes, tonight is the night. I get to see you. And I said, great. I said, you know, he says, so you'll come to me at 10? I said, yeah. So then a little later in the day, he actually messaged me. He goes, I have a question. Do you want to come at like 6.30? Um, so this way you're not coming late at night. And you could just stay in my apartment like while I'm at class. And I just didn't feel comfortable staying in someone's apartment that I don't know. Also, like, I, I'm in Paris. I want to spend the, go out to dinner with my mom for their last night. So I said, no, no, I don't mind coming at 10. And he said, okay, great. So yeah, he texted me like right before he goes to class, see you at 10. So I said, okay. So I remember it's a 40 minute Uber ride. So at like 9.20, I get in the Uber, I put in his address and at 9.30, 10 minutes later, I get a text from him saying, my darling, class is running late. Um, can you come at 1020? I'm so sorry. Like, is that okay? And so I wrote back, yes. But we talked through WhatsApp so I could see his check mark didn't like go. The second check mark didn't go through. So I saw, I saw he turned off his phone right after he sent that. So I remember, I don't know where he lit. Like, I, I'm not going to stand outside for 20 minutes. So I told my Uber, can you t please take me back to my hotel? Right. So even though I was 10 minutes already into the ride, I went, went back 10 minutes. So now his phone is off. So I just, you know, was like, you know what? I will take the Uber and get there at 1030, not 1020, just to give the extra 10 minutes buffer for him to get home and, you know, situate and whatever. So... I am in the Uber and still no check mark, still no check mark. He still hasn't responded. He still hasn't responded. And now we hit 1020, which is the time he had told me to be there. So from 10 o'clock to 1020, when I thought he would have messaged me like, great, I'll see you at 1020, he hasn't said anything. So I messaged Belinda and I told her what happened. And she said, Robin, like, I'm so happy you're having this experience, but you cannot get out of an Uber if he doesn't message you. Like, you don't know the area. You don't even speak the language. Like, God forbid something happens while you're waiting outside. Let's say you don't have service to get an Uber home. Like, you don't speak the language language to get help. Like you can't get out of the Uber. And I was like, no, I agree. So now it's 1020. I hear nothing. His phone is still off and I'm messaging with Blinda. Blinda's like, okay, well at this point, the only excuse is he died. If he didn't die, he's a piece of shit. Like, why isn't he at least turning on his phone saying he's running late? I was like, I don't know. And again, she's like, really, please promise me you're not going to get out of the Uber. I said, no, I won't. So now it's 1030 and my Uber driver is pulling up to his apartment complex and he still has not respond. Uh, I call him. I'm texting him. Nothing, nothing, nothing. And now I'm like angry because I'm like, this asshole had me come 40 minutes, actually twice because I already turned around and he's not. Is he ghosting me? Like, what the fuck is happening? And so I, you know, in my in my Google translator, I tell the Uber driver, can you please take me back? And we start heading back. We're about 20 minutes back. I'm halfway home and I get a message at 1051 and he's like, 
um, oh no, I just got out of class. Like we lost track of time. I'm so sorry. Please come back. So I had texted him that I, I had turned the, the, I'm heading back. And I wrote no. And he said, please come back. Like my daughter, like I need to see you. I want to see you. And I said, no, like you told me to be there at 1020. It's now 1050. That would have been 30 minutes. I was be standing at your door. And then he's like, I lost track of time. I'm sorry. Please come back. I said, no. He goes, well, please just tell the Uber driver to pull over. I'll come and get you. I said, no, I'm heading back. And and then he was like, why are you doing this? Like, we had such an amazing time. I was like, me, you, me doing this? Like, you did this. I came to you, you know? And he said, no. then this went on for like 20 minutes. And then I'm like, I'm already at my hotel. So then he calls me. And he's like, I don't understand. You were 20 minutes away. Like, I couldn't help that class round late. And I said, but you could have messaged me. And I said, also... I am in a city I don't know, a country I'm not from, where they speak a language I don't know. You had no problem me being outside, and he's outside the city, so it's more of a like deserted area, putting me in danger. Like You're more upset that I'm not coming back than the fact that you should just be sorry of the position you put me in. And um, he's like, I just thought you would wait. I didn't think it was that big of a deal. And then I was like, look, Saturday was so amazing. I don't want you to taint my experience. I don't think this is meant to be. Let's just like go our separate ways. And he was like, I guess you're right. And that was it. And, you know, it's funny. I was so upset because I had such a magical night and I wanted to experience it again. And then I was like, wait, am I getting my own way? Was I too stubborn? Should I have turned around? And you again, I had my flight like four hours later. And so I get to the airport and in my head, I'm just like replaying like, did I, was I in the wrong? Was I in the wrong? Was I in the wrong? And I'm checking in at, at the airport and some guy's checking me in and I'm doing my luggage and this woman comes over to him and then the guy goes, oh, you're a comedian, you're a famous comedian. I said, what? And then I looked at the woman who just talked to him and she's like, I'm one of the kids. I'm a fan. And I was like, hi. And she's like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I get to meet you. I said, me, I also can't believe like I find a fan in another country. And she goes, how was the date? You know, she was following along on Instagram. And I said, can I ask you a question? And I told her what happened. I said, I said, is this a cultural thing? Like, was I wrong? And she was like, no, the guy's an asshole. Like, I can't believe he did that. And I actually am like so great this is why I love you guys so much because I needed to hear that I needed one of you to like slap some sense to me that no it wasn't me you know and I um this weekend I was with one of my girlfriends from we've been friends since we were 13 she's one of my best friends and I was telling her the story and she's like I can't believe you even needed someone else to tell you that you were you were right. That it was good that you didn't go back. I said, I know. I said, I guess, you know, sometimes I, I don't have good judgment. She was like, no, Robin, that's the opposite. Your only, your like biggest strength is that you have such a high bar and how people treat you. And she like gave this example how when we were in college, she, we were playing a game with like my family or something. And in jest, she said, Robin, you're an idiot. That's why you'll never win. And I had said to her privately like that night, don't you ever call me an idiot again or our friendship is over. That, that even at a young age, I had such a high bar. Yet with this guy, I started questioning myself if I was wrong. But I think I was blinded. I don't know by the romance. I don't know, Belinda. What What do you think? <laughs> I have an idea what you were blinded by. <laughs> His big penis. His big brain. <laughs> what What do you think of everything? Because you were kind of there during all this. You were. I was texting with you throughout the whole night. Yes. Well, first of all, I'm so happy you were texting me because. I think in the moment yeah. you're in a different country, it's kind of like fast and furious. Like you don't really have all your 
yeah. whereabout, yeah. you know, whatever with you. And just being able to like talk you through it and make sure that like you were safe, first of all. Yeah. And second of all, like you are so good at like putting boundaries up when someone's like treating you wrong or you just feel like a situation is off. Yeah. And I guess in that moment, it was just fleeting for you. Yeah. I, I, it must have just been like the change in environment. And so you are 1000% in the right to go home. He is an asshole. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad that like you, you met the kid in Paris yeah. and she, she, you know, reassured you, but I don't know. I guess it was just, yeah, I do. I usually have such a high bar. Like if someone treats me bad, I'm like, out. crazy in love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was really blinded by the romance. Um, and I think, you know, you've, I remember that night you text me, you go, I really hope you're not sad. Like this was, this is, and I'm like, no, I'm not sad. I'm disappointed. Like it was such an amazing night that I'm upset that I didn't get it again. And you're like, no, well, or I said it was such an amazing night. I'm upset that like it's tainted. And you were the first person you're like, it's not tainted. Like that was the most romantic night of your life. Don't right. let this guy change that. Yeah, like, I mean, you got exactly what you asked for. Exactly you wanted like one romantic night in Paris yep. and you got just that like over the top romance. Yeah. And more uh, than I asked for. More than you, yeah. And honestly, like that night was so special. It probably couldn't, wouldn't have been recreated. No. So it's good that that is like its own memory. Yeah. Because even if you did have a good night with him that night, it would have paled in comparison. Oh, what, what would we have done? Like, right. Uh, had sex up. On yeah. The <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like if he was like, let's meet up Monday and have sex at the Eiffel Tower, I would have turned around. But to have sex on his couch, right. well, we could do that here in New York. Right, exactly. So, like, it's that one moment that you really, really yeah. wanted, and that's what you got. Yeah. And so, I, I think this is a, I mean, he's an asshole. Yeah. And, and maybe it's also best because after Frank, I said I would not do long distance ever again. And maybe the universe made him be a dick so that I don't get into another long distance relationship. Do you True, know what I mean? Like how then what? Then you'd come back to New York. Oh, He's and then like, crying oh for him. God. Yeah, like maybe it's good because now I'm like, we yeah. don't like, we don't want to talk to him ever again. Exactly. And so we have our happy Paris night. Yes, and it was a clean break. Clean break. <laughs> Um, and also like, it's actually a happy ending because I wasn't like, I'm good. I didn't go to a stranger's house. I shouldn't in another country. I mean, the happy ending is you not being murdered. Yeah, like, exactly. that's, like, we're all very scared for you. So this is a real win for I all know. of us. Everyone was like pretty, pretty cool about the Saturday night. None of you liked the Monday night. No, no, everyone. I even, I, ugh, my judgment was so off. It's okay. We all have our moments of weakness. Yeah. When, Good dick is involved. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? This is why we're not going to badmouth Paris' boyfriend. No, he, he, he gave delivered. Us, he yeah. gave us that, that memory. Yes, and we are forever thankful. Yeah, so let's all write but him a thank you note. <laughs> <laughs> a thank you note and then a, a big finger, middle <laughs> finger. So anyway, so that is the um, the juicy details I know you guys have been waiting for. Well, most of the juicy details. The G-rated. Uh, How do we get the rest? It really actually isn't that much. I didn't like, like the, we didn't do much on Saturday. Like I didn't sleep with him or anything. Okay. So there's nothing like dirty. Well, this I'm is leaving such out. a good story. Yeah, and, oh right? my God. You're even right now. You're so well, radiant. It was just such an amazing night. I'll never forget it. Like I'm, I hope when I, um, get old Alzheimer's runs in my family unfortunately I hope this is the night I always replay well you have this moment <laughs> preserved so yes. we can 
always listen back to this if podcast. I if I forget my name, just be like, remember your Paris boyfriend? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Um, all right. So with that said, today's episode, I uh, if you ever want to know what the topic is for call-ins, I always say it on my Instagram or TikTok, at Robin Shaw Comic, which, um, you know, make sure you're following me and then you'll know what to call in. So today I am having people, the lines will be open. You can call in and tell me about your uh, vacation or trip hookups, romance. I want to hear them. So we're going to be opening up the lines. And Belinda, before I do, I want to say happy anniversary. One year ago today, we were uh, in Iceland. I know. We were departing for Iceland a year ago today. Um, we did not hook up. <laughs> but we were in each other's beds a lot. <laughs> All right. Let's open up the lines. Okay, Robin, we have Anna on the line. Hi, Anna. Hello, how are you? I'm good. Welcome to Call Waiting. Oh my God, thank you. Okay, All right, this so, is my second time calling, but okay. I have two stories. Okay, excellent. So it's about, okay. you know, going away, yep. romance, hookups. Let's hear it. Okay, I'm going to give you a fail one, and then I'm going to have a successful story. Okay, okay. great. Okay, I and I call it at 23. I'm back in my country, my country in South America, and I'm going to say where. Okay. And I'm chatting with this guy over the internet for years. We were friends, and then we started, like, getting romantic. You know, like, hmm, this is getting tough. Yeah. Okay. And decide, okay, I'm going to treat myself. I'm going to take a plane for the first time in my life, and I'm going to flew to that city to meet the guy. Perfect. Oh, my God, I was so excited. We, I got to the airport. He's waiting for me. Perfect. I was like, the tension. You can feel the tension. <laughs> and, and I go, we got to the hotel. And he said, yeah, I'm not taking to my, I'm talking like that because, you know, I'm like, yeah, I don't know if my husband is going to come. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, I cannot take you to my apartment because my cousins are there. You know, I'm like, okay, no problem. But you know what? Um, um, hotel near the airport. I'm like, mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No problem. There, nice hotel. You know, there. It was a nice hotel, Topia Airport Hotel. And as soon as we got there, we got to get the job done. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right? Get to business. Oh my God. Mm, uh, let me tell you, I never seen something like that before. <clears throat> <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, it was uh, something I will never forget. Uh, let me put it <laughs> We never could forget in the most amazing way or in a terrible way. I was in the middle, yeah, because, uh, yeah, it was good, but at the same time, like, I cannot handle this. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean. Oh my God, I know what you mean. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Okay, everything in there. Yeah, it was, it was a lot. It was a lot. And there's no restaurants around. The restaurant is closed. So we say, okay, let me go back to get you something to eat. So he goes back, disappear for two hours, come back. He bring me food. He say, okay, I have to go back to work. He used to do Uber, like taxi. Like, yeah. Okay. He disappeared. He never came back for the entire weekend. Oh, my God. That was it? Yep. No text, I, no, hey, no, no, nothing. And when I saw his social media, he's in a baseball game with some other friends. Nothing. I was nowhere to go. No restaurant, nothing. So I found like a little bodega where I can buy something to eat to survive the two days. 
Um, yeah, that I killed that Sunday. Heartbroken, like yeah. heartbroken. It was hard. And then he say, and then he apologized. He sent a text and he said, I'm sorry. I was a jerk. You know, he recognized he screwed the things. Yeah. And I never talked to him again for like eight years until recently last year. He texted me for my birthday. And what do you say? Yeah, you know, because I oh, have contact with now. Her. Yeah, I say, hi, thank you. You know, <laughs> yeah. okay, but, okay, now the successful story, okay. the most amazing one. Okay. My husband, the way I met my husband. Uh, online, so he, uh, Instagram for a mutual friend, whatever. He couldn't go to my country because he needed a visa. I couldn't come to America. I don't have a visa. We start talking November 2015, talking, talking for months. And he said, you know what? I want to meet you. Let's go. So we met in DR. He said, I'm going to pay for everything. Go, let's go meet to DR. So we met in DR, Punta Cana, in March of 2016. And it was awkward for the first, like, two seconds because we were, okay, let's go to the taxi, whatever. Let's go to this all-inclusive resort for four days. Let me tell you, the first time that I see this person like it was amazing it was like literally love at first sight uh-huh. it was the best best that i ever had we have amazing time amazing though so it was yeah that was my friends like are you crazy how you are gonna go meet this guy you don't know like I don't know. I just, I sometimes tell me that this is it. This is yeah. it. I don't know. Crazy. I don't know. Maybe, no, you know, it's funny. Cause I was just, I was just telling my, my story about Paris boyfriend and I was going to go to his apartment and you know, sometimes you, you look, you always have to be safe, but also sometimes yes. you have to put yourself out yeah. there. There's like a fine line, you know, of yes. going for it and you know, being safe and you went for it and I, and it was, yes. it turned out good. <laughs> it turned out good. And he didn't disappear. We- no, that was March 2016, and I was back in New York in October 2016, and married two weeks later, and I'm here seven wow. years later. Wow. So yep. everyone, book a flight. <laughs> Get out oh, there. Yeah. yeah, literally, you can never know. Be safe. Be, yeah. Send the location to your friends. Say where you are going to be. This The itinerary, yes, be yes. safe. And be precautious, but, you know, trust that God. You know, always we have a, the, our women's, we have these feelings like, you know, it's almost the intuition. Yeah. Almost, yes. Yes. So, yes. Yes. That was it. Thank you for sharing a, a bad and good story. So this way we're, we're letting people know. <laughs> Can I say one more thing? Sorry yes. to interrupt. Yeah. Can you please bring security segment back? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does great. Wah, wah. Yeah, he's, an, I'm, he's number one fan. Okay, yeah, great. Besides your mom. Now, you may be a bigger fan than her, to be honest. Um, okay, okay. I, will, I will let security know that you, we have one person that wants the segment. And Samuel, it's um, Belinda that I met her in the town hall. She was so sweet, Aww, so sweet. You were at town hall? She's the best. Yes, I went. You uh, gave me a ticket. I won the ticket. Oh, you won the ticket. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Oh, I love yes. this. I love this so much. Okay. Yes, All yes. right. Well, thank okay. you so much for coming on Call Waiting. You're welcome. Bye-bye. 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 
Oh my gosh, that's right. You know, this is how I I love this community so much. Someone couldn't go last minute to the show and they're like, to town hall. And they're like, can you just give a ticket away to one of the fans? I want someone who really wants to go. So I went to my Insta story. I said, who wants the ticket? The first person could get it. And she was it. And so I gave her the ticket. I love that. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. Let's, um, uh, but, but you know what she said about intuition? I didn't get out of the car. Yes, exactly. And, and you were across the world. <laughs> <laughs> and you knew not to get me for me to get out of the car. I knew not to get out of the car. And we knew. Yes. Do not get women's out of the car. Women's intuition is never is, wrong. There's nothing like a woman's. And men, they got zero. zero. <laughs> nothing up there. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> All right, let's do another call. Okay. All right, Robin. We have Jen on the line. Hi, Jen. Hi, Robin. Welcome to Call Waiting. I'm so I'm so nervous. No, stop it. It's me. Don't be nervous. It's true. It is you. <laughs> I just told I just told the craziest um, Paris boyfriend story. So <laughs> I put it all out there. So after that, people are like, you know, very like nothing could throw them. I can't wait to hear it. <laughs> um, okay, so we're talking about vacation or trip, romance, hookups, love stories. So what do you have? All right, so it's definitely a hookup. Okay. Uh, I'll set the scene. I was in Colorado Springs. I was on tour with Regional Theater as a lighting designer, so I was part of the crew. Nice. Of course, there, you know, in the cast, there were a few gay boys. And when we were in a town for more than one night, we would often you know, try to find a local gay bar to go and party. Mm -hmm. So we went out, I got very, very drunk and they left and they were like, are you okay? And I was like, sure, I'm fine. And I ended up going home with somebody, which I don't even remember doing. Okay. <laughs> it happens, been there, done that. It, does, it happens. It doesn't happen anymore, <laughs> but you know, in my twenties it happened. Oh yeah. It doesn't happen um, to me anymore either. <laughs> exactly. Um, so we, all I remember about the night, I remember them leaving. I remember being at the person's apartment and I remember her like heavily giving me hickeys and not being comfortable <laughs> with it. Mm -hmm. Like it was like vampire suction. Like I didn't even know what was happening. Right. Aggressive. Yeah. It's super <laughs> aggressive, super aggressive. So I wake up in the morning. I don't know where I am. I'm uh, like freaking out. I don't know what day it is and I have to get back cause we're leaving. So it's very uncomfortable. I call a cab. And so I make it back before the, before we leave. Uh, and I have hickeys all over my neck. So of course <laughs> I'm on tour in a Winnebago with seven guys. Yeah. It's me and seven guys <laughs> is the rest of the crew. So they're giving me crap the whole time about all the hickeys on my neck. And um, then the the most embarrassing part was I had this like crazy watch, this like very technical watch at the time. They had like a stopwatch and a bunch of stuff that I loved. Yeah. And I left it at the person's apartment. Oh, no. So what, did you did you contact her? I did. I called her and, I, and she gratefully shipped it to me, but I just felt like it, I don't know. It was just like, You're like Look, I don't want to actually talk to you, but can you please send me my <laughs> shit? Exactly. exactly. Oh my God. That's so funny. Did she try to keep in contact or no? No, not at all. Not at all. Why are Hickey yeah. so embarrassing? I was dating this guy for a little bit. That, well, dating for like two weeks earlier this year. It was the scientist. And oh, the scientist. Uh, okay. he like 
leave like these like ridiculous hickeys on my neck and like it, it was so embarrassing like I'm an adult and like you don't realize sometimes right. in the moment that that's gonna happen and then the next morning I'd wake up and I'd have these like huge marks and I'm like well now I can't talk to another human for three weeks you know until this right. is completely gone and I remember I had to see my parents they were like coming to me and I covered it up with makeup as if I was a teenager as if I did something wrong you know because it's so embarrassing it's so strange. Yeah, it was weird. I tried to wear a turtleneck, but they, it didn't go high enough. Yeah, it was just, it was, I mean, they were like purple, like everywhere. Yeah, it was, you no, know, it the like, same. Yeah. so embarrassing. It but, looked um, like I was assaulted. Yeah. <laughs> you are. Literally lose that type of marks on your neck where it's visible is, is yeah, assaulting. I don't know. Maybe it's people's kinks. I don't know. Yeah, you know, maybe. maybe. That's thing for them. I don't know. Yeah, no man, ju- this but, is a no yeah. judgment zone. Whatever you're into. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, whatever. I don't know. I just remember it being, even in my drunkenness, I remember like being conscious of like, Jesus, what? happening and trying to like push her away at the same time yeah (laughs) love it love it so i'm sure my story was a little boring compared to some of the others no actually we 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 love a a lesbian travel story that's our favorites (laughs) yes i've only had one other one night stand in my life but that was not a travel story but where where was that home it was at home and again a drunken insanity. I woke up and I did this time. I didn't even know who was in bed with me. And I lived at the time with, I had two other roommates. We lived in a big house Yeah. and I went down the hall to my roommate and I was like, who did I go home with? And she's like, I don't know. I left the bar before you. And so we're sitting at breakfast and I'm like very uncomfortable. And this woman is sitting there and we're eating and I didn't know who she was. And, and then we finally, my friend, like, you know, somehow we got around to her and saying her name out loud. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone out with guys where I don't, I don't remember their name. So it's look, it happens. It happens. It does. It happens does. to all of us. It did happen. It doesn't happen <laughs> anymore. No yes. judgment zone. I, see, this wasn't scary. Wasn't this easy? No, well, it's you, so it's okay. But you know, now it's going to be out there. Yeah, oh, please, please! My family listens to this. Can you imagine my humiliation at at holiday dinners? Okay. Oh God. Oh my uh, Lord. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for your content. Uh, okay. Talk to you soon. Bye. Okay. Bye. Talk to you soon. It's like. <laughs> See you later. Uh, I, uh, you know, it's so funny. She's like, uh, other one night stand. I was also drunk. I want to be like, yeah, no. Like, most yeah. people are drunk for one yeah. night stand. I'm very curious for people who are sober how their one night stands happen because, yeah, like, ne- I'm trying to think if I've ever had a one night stand sober. I don't think I don't so. think that like goes hand in hand. It doesn't. No. We'll have to do a, a sober episode where only people who are sober can call in and tell us like their their stories of how how does it happen? Right. Right. I I I trying to think of if I could get naked with someone. I don't know. Sober. I, I don't think, think so. that like a lot of what leads to a one night stand is like your bad decision. Yeah, like, bad decision yeah, making. Just out the window. Or great decision making. Or great decision making. <laughs> I know. There is no like fear though, like waking up 
when you're on vacation somewhere like in a guy's room yeah, yeah, or yeah. where you don't know where you are and you have to leave the next day and you're like, God, where am I? <laughs> Wait, do you know how she left something at her, her place? Oh, that's so yeah, terrible. This is years ago. I had been maybe in college or right after college. Me and my friend Carrie went to Atlantic City, which I know you my love. My favorite place. And we met these guys <laughs> and we went to their hotel room and I actually like hooked up with the guy. Carrie went back to our room and the, I don't know where the other guy was, but I stayed in the room. We were, we were hooking up and then I went, I left and I left my favorite bra in his Ugh. room. And I, the next morning I was like, do I knock on this guy's door and ask for my bra? Like, it's so embarrassing, I know. but it was like such a good bra. And I think about that. In <laughs> college, I had hooked up with this guy. And when I got home in the morning, I realized that one of my clip-in extensions <laughs> <laughs> was missing. <laughs> I, I didn't ever get it back. And I'm so upset. Did you take out the clip? Did you put it on the nightstand? No, I guess it like fell, fell out in his bed. And so I that means while he was making the bed next morning, right. he just found a clump of hair. I mean, there's no way he ever made his bed. But yeah. yes, like eventually he would have found this like little rat tail. In I, his I bed. left um, uh, nipple cover. Like what are those called? Oh, like, like the, the chicken? No, but they weren't complete. They were like chicken cutlets oh, almost. Oh yeah. And uh, I left them in between the toilet and a sink of a guy's place once. How because how much, before we hooked up, I went to his bathroom and took them out because I didn't want him to take them out. Oh, yeah. And I hid them in between the sink and the toilet. And I was totally planning on getting them. Ugh. Did not. <laughs> the things that we do. <laughs> All right, let's do another call. Okay. Okay, Robin, we have Natasha on the line. Hi, Natasha. Hi, Robin. How are you? Good. Thanks for coming on call waiting. Absolutely. Okay, so what is your story? Okay, so little context. I'm from Chicago, and I got out of college, and my first job um, was working, and this guy was like, hey, um, you know, does anybody know of a good babysitter? And I was like, I can do it. And so I babysat for his kids and ended up starting to babysit for them for a bunch of years. So I moved out of state, and when before I moved back home, the dad was like, hey, you know, is there any way that you can – help us out with the kids on vacation. We'll pay for you to fly, you know, out to Florida to meet us and help with the kids and we'll pay you to go with us. I'm like, okay, that sounds great. So I said, what are we doing? I'm guessing Disney World. And he was like, um, yeah, we're doing that. And then also our captain is, I don't even, oh my God, I don't even know the right word. Um, you know, getting the yacht out, you know, to Florida for us. And I was like, Yacht, okay. You know, things have certainly changed since, you know, I last saw the family. And so I get down to Florida, and we go, and we get to the, the yacht. I keep wanting to say boat. And um, so the captain, you know, comes out, and is just the most arrogant, you know, just know-it-all, like, whatever. And I was just completely not interested in him as a human being. Of course, I did, you know, what I needed to do to be respectful of the family and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. So, um, you know, the trip was great. Um, you know, I had one free night and I, the captain guy was like, do you guys, you know, do you want to go do something? I'm like, no, I think I'm going to go dancing. I'm going to go to, I'm dating myself now, but like Pleasure Island at Walt Disney World. So I went dancing with this guy, looked like Bruce Willis, all Bruce Willis. Yeah. And um, had a great time and, you know, made out and all this kind of stuff. And he was like, you know, is there any way we can hang out again? I was like, no, you know, I'm with a family, blah, blah, blah. 
So no big deal. I get back to my room. It was my room. It was like one o'clock in the morning. No big deal. I'm an adult. I knew I needed to be awake the next morning, whatever, go into my room. So it's the last free night that I had before, you know, we all went back home. So the dad was like, here, he gives me a credit card. And he's like, you and the guy, you know, like go out to dinner, carte blanche, get whatever you want, you know, have a good time. So I'm like, fine, we've got, you know, credit card, this will be doable. So um, we go and we have a great time, order all the drinks, order a bunch of stuff that we took with us. We're driving around this golf cart around, like, the property, totally drunk, somehow end up in the pool. Next thing you know, things are starting to happen. So we go back to the yacht, and um, keep in mind I'm a teacher, so just me saying that I was in a yacht is crazy. (laughs) It's crazy for anyone. It's a yacht. Yes. Yeah, this is not my life. Um, so we go into his quarters, and as I uh, responded to your story, um, he dropped his anchor in my harbor. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I don't remember too much of that. probably blocked some of it out, to be honest with you. You know what? That's um, the only thing you need to remember, to be honest. Sometimes it's better to block right? out the other little details. Oh, yeah. So, you know, again, I'm an adult. I know what I'm doing. No big deal. Super late. I knew I had to get up with the kids. It's fine. I made my choice. So I go out of his quarters and up to the main level of the yacht, and the door was locked, like, into, like, the main area where the sleeping rooms were and all that kind of thing. Oh, my God. I had to call the dad and wake him up to let me in, where I proceeded to get lectured. Oh, my God. I know, (laughs) by both him and his wife, who, by the way, was my age, and the husband was you know, 10 years older and know how irresponsible I was, blah, blah, blah. And all I could think of was, I'm guessing that I'm the only one who got laid on this trip. Yeah, they're just jealous. Anyone who's mad at you for hooking up on vacation is just jealous. I Honestly, I think so. So, you know, um, did anything happen afterwards? No, because my gut feeling about him was right, but it's yeah, sometimes, you know, so I started this episode off saying, like, sometimes it's just about that memory. You don't need the extra, you know, totally. sometimes and now you have this memory of his anchor and your. <laughs> <laughs> and hey, little did I know that years and years later, I'd get to tell you and all of your kids, exactly. you know, your followers about it. So, exactly. So, so, you I, so you could tell those parents that yelled at you that <laughs> I yes. got to be on Robin's I, podcast because I got laid on a yacht. <laughs> absolutely. So I'm Love the winner it. any way you look at it. Well, thank you so much for coming on Call Waiting and thank you for having thank sex you, on, a, on a yacht. <laughs> uh, okay. Have a good rest of your day. Right, bye. Okay. Bye. It, it just dawned on me during that conversation, I've only had sex on land. Like, I've had not had sex on a boat. I've not had sex on a plane. Um, have yeah, you, I, I think same. Only land. That's so boring. Land sex. If you have a boat or a plane, <laughs> please call in. <laughs> Okay, well, thank you everyone for calling in. If you ever want to know the topic so you could call in, make sure you follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Robin Shaw Comic. Belinda, what is our end segment since people love it so much? Okay, so this is going to be really fun, I think. I am going to ask you some Paris slash France trivia questions. Okay. But to make it a little spicier, yeah. every time you get a question wrong, 
you have to share another detail about your Paris boyfriend extravaganza. Like a dirty detail? Yeah, like a juicy detail. Ooh, okay. This is when my uh, any family <laughs> members need to turn off the podcast. <laughs> okay. So let's do, wanna do how many you want to do? Let's do four questions. Okay, perfect. Um, all right. So should we start with an easy one? I feel like I don't know any Paris <laughs> trivia, so we're screwed. It doesn't matter. I'm going to get them all wrong. Okay. Yeah. Um, France gifted the U.S. a famous monument in 1884. I know this one. <laughs> I, know. What, I know this one. What is the, the monument? Statue of Liberty. And what state is it in? New York. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, there's a, there's a follow-up. New Yay, York, Central Liberty. Ding, ding, ding. Good. Okay, that was an easy one. Now they get harder. All right. How many tons of snails are consumed in France each year? You know, I had escargot while I was in... Uh, I saw. How was it? It was. I don't like the texture. Oh, okay. I, what is, wait, what, what was the question? So how many tons of snails are eaten in France each year. I have no clue. That's impossible. Belinda. <laughs> I just got okay. the juicy details. <laughs> a thousand? No, that seems too low. A billion? I don't know. That's too much. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. And 25,000. Wow. That's actually right in the middle of a thousand and a million. <laughs> you said a billion. Oh, I said a billion. <laughs> but yeah, no, you were really close. But okay, you so owe us a detail. A juicy detail. Okay. This <laughs> Okay, so remember after dinner, we got into his car. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. We remember. <laughs> so it was like parked in a parking lot. And so as soon as we got into the car, like the parking lot was like empty. And so like we like went at it in his car. Ooh. Like me. Not like not. Not no underpants, like not like not yeah, not P P or V V, <laughs> but like if that parking garage has cameras, definitely show my boobies. <laughs> so if you live in Paris and work in a parking garage, you're welcome. Show the security footage. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um. All right. When and why was the Eiffel Tower built? I don't know. <laughs> this is so unfair. Okay. I don't know. We just want the good details. Okay. Do you have a guess? I have no Okay. All right. The Eiffel Tower was built for the 1889 World's Fair oh, that was obviously. hosted in Paris. Of course. And it was built by a guy named Gustave Eiffel. Love him. So it was named for him. Great. Okay. Spill. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. All right, so you remember how I was like, you would say, I'm so embarrassed. I'm totally going to regret this episode. All right, so, you know, I was like, oh, I was like, he was always saying like all these romantic things, you know? Mm -hmm. So, one of the, okay, you know, when a guy wants to have sex, he'll be like, I want to fuck you, or I want to, you know, I want to do this to you. Mm -hmm. The thing he kept saying, <laughs> what do you keep saying? He'd be like, my darling, I want to make, I, he's like, my darling, I just want to make love to you. I'm just going to, I'm going to make love to you all night. Like, like he always uses the phrase make love to, which I don't know why in his accent sounded so nice. Okay, it was part of your romantic evening. I just want to, I'm going to make love to you all on Monday. I'm making love to you all night long. Were you like blushing so hard? I'm so blushing hard. you saying that to me right so now. So hard. Like when we, when we were like in the, um, the first bar where we were sitting next to each other and mm -hmm. kissing, like he would like in my ear go, 
I just want to make love to you, my darling. Oh I'm my like, God. <laughs> <laughs> how I didn't like go home with him that night, you know? Because again, I know my instincts knew not to go home with yes, him. Yes, car, I felt fine. I don't know why. Yes, he can make you blush all night long. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. All right. Let's do one more. Okay, one more. All right. What does Voulez-vous coucher avec moi ce soir from the song Lady Marmalade mean in English? <laughs> you know the song? Yes. Okay, what does that phrase uh, mean? Um, my name is... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what. It means, would you like to sleep with me tonight? <laughs> yes, I would, Belinda. <laughs> uh, okay, I don't know what's another juicy detail. I feel like I gave the two. Okay. Okay, this is kind of juicy. So when we were in the car, um, again, nothing happened under the pants, but we were definitely like rubbing up against each other. Mm-hmm. I feel like he was well endowed, like well, well. He was also like 6'3", so I mean, Ooh. that's not too surprising. But like he seemed like a very, um, had a lot to offer. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, those are good ones. Those were so juicy. I delivered on that segment. You did. That was good. Pray to God, my family has turned off this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And I pray that any future bosses I have do not listen to this. I pray that somebody finds the security footage from that garage. (laughs) (laughs) I do have good movies. I hope they do too. All right, guys, thank you so much, everyone who called in. Belinda, thank you for joining me today. You did a fabulous job. Oh, thank you. It was so fun as always. (laughs) Uh, Make sure you're following me on Instagram and TikTok so you know the topic every week. And... We have another call. Call Waiting is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Basilio Perez and Jorge Morales Pico. Guest booking by Ali Freelander. Be sure to follow me at Robin Shaw Comic on Instagram and TikTok to find out our next topic and learn when to call each week. And give me a ring at 720-72-ROBIN. That's 720-727-6296. Betches.